Welcome to Love Talk and Slow Dance with your girl Morrison I. Hey guys. So welcome back. You know, I asked and my viewers spoke. They want to hear me talk about relationships. And that's cool. But what we're going to talk about today, um, one of my followers asked me, can I talk to you guys about how to prepare yourself mentally and emotionally to get into a relationship and not just jump into a relationship because you're bored, you're lonely, and you just want a companion. And you know, that's really a deep topic and it's a very hard topic because we... Because, you know, we all get to that point where you're single or you can even be in a current relationship and you feel alone, you feel lost, you feel powerless, you feel like I could be doing more, you, you feel like you're still missing something. And so with that, let's say I want to go into the emotional part of this first. And with the emotional part, we all have to understand that, hey, look. No person walking this earth can make you happy. Not not one person walking this earth can make you happy. You have to be willing to learn how to love yourself. Self-love and self-care are the most important things in this world. You have to honestly really take time to enjoy yourself, enjoy your company, enjoy the person who you are. Because if you don't honestly, if you can't look in the mirror and just look in a person looking back at you, if you can't fully say like, I love the person I turned into, I love the person I'm growing to be. I like, honestly, if you like hate the person that's staring back at you, you're not ready to be in a relationship. You know, you're not ready for that next journey into someone else's life because now you have to understand now you're going into someone else's space and you're bringing that toxic energy and you never want to go into a relationship with your ha- your cup half empty. You never want to go into it with pollution in your cup. Because when you have pollution in your cup and you're trying to dump into someone else, you're dumping that pollution into them and now it's going back and forth. So with that being said, you have to understand that you have to know yourself before you get into a relationship. Emotionally, you have to be emotionally stable. And I'm not saying, oh, you can't have feelings and things like that. But when I say emotionally stable, it goes to say, you know how to control your emotions because emotions are like roller coasters. You go up, you're on a high, you go down, you're on a low, you're in between and, you know, and you have to be able to control that because like you get, say you're mad at work. And you come home to a spouse and you're taking that anger and frustration out on them. So now you're pouring pollution into their cup. So what do you think that you're going to get back? So when I say you have to learn how to control your emotions, it's more of an aspect of, babe, I had a long day at work. I'm so annoyed. You know, can we talk about it? You know, and understand that this person who you're choosing to be a part of and let them a part of you they're not your enemy they are your partner they are your they should be your confidant they should be your best friend they should be everything that makes up who you are because when you look at them you should be happy because they should really be ultimately a reflection of you as well as you of them emotionally you cannot attach yourself to someone and look 
for them to make you happy. Look for them to make you Sorry for that brief pause or whatever that was. I'm sorry, guys. Um, But welcome back. No, like, honestly, so back to what I was saying about, you know, being emotionally attached to someone. You can't really expect anybody to make you happy. Pe- people don't make people happy. Like, they can contribute to your happiness. But if you're ultimately, like, a depressed, sad angry person no one around you can make you happy because now you're trying to make their frequency and their energy go just as low so with that being said it's kind of one of those things where it's like hey you know don't don't get so caught up in what someone can do for you you need to Go into situations with, hey, it's cool. I honestly, you know, I'm not. And it's okay to tell people when they approach you and they're trying to date you. I'm not emotionally there yet. I can accept friendships, but I'm not emotionally there to try to even form a stable relationship until I can, as myself, become whole and I don't have this pollution in my cup. That's okay to say that. That, you're not crazy for saying that. You're not, you know, you don't look weird for saying that. Honestly, what what happened is you're going to look like a weirdo going into this relationship with a drinking problem because that's what you use to cope with your emotions or smoking weed because that's what you use to cope with your emotions or, you know, one of those things. Now, that makes you look like a weirdo. Not telling someone, you know, hey, right now I'm just not emotionally stable to be trying to get emotionally invested in something that you know could potentially maybe be a good thing if we are both on the same page same chapter same time because timing is everything um so to emotionally so to answer the questions to emotionally prepare yourself for a relationship honestly you have to understand that your happiness doesn't come from them. They contribute to your happiness, but they're not the sole root of your happiness. And you can't force that person to be perfect. You know, you can't. So with that being said, ask yourself this before you go getting into a relationship. Am I ready to be in a relationship? Am I all the way happy with myself? And obviously none of us are perfect but am I happy with the decisions in my life that I am making right now am I okay with who I am and do you know am I taking the steps to remove the pollution from my cup because ultimately it's not fair when you try to dump that into someone else and I'm just going to keep it real with you it's not fair you know and you should not do that but I will also say this Don't lose out on a good thing. Now, if someone is coming into your life and they ultimately want to help you become a better person, don't miss out on that friendship. Like I said, you don't have to miss out on a friendship because people misconstrue what dating and friendship is, you know, and that's on both parts because men confuse it and women confuse it as well. And it's like dating You don't have to be intimate with someone to date them. You don't have to just date one person. You can have multiple friends that are females and guys. But at the the end of the day, you have to be getting something from these people. Like, and I don't mean materialistic things. I mean, like, are they helping you 
think of new ventures are they helping you become a better you and things of that nature because you might run into somebody that's a dope person who you are like no you know I'm not really interested in dating but we can be friends we can hang out you hang out with this person let's say a year goes by you're hanging out with this person you might fall in love with that person you know what I'm saying like anything can is liable to happen don't just don't cancel it out because you had bad experiences you know and that's kind of how we get emotionally tied with people because we had bad experiences in past relationships and we were looking for love or we were looking for whatever it was that we weren't even able to give ourselves and you take that and you go to the next relationship see so with that being said you have to understand that you can't take your past relationship with you into this new relationship you gotta leave that at the door honey you gotta leave it and you gotta be able to say "Uh uh-uh I'm not taking you with me I'm not taking that baggage I'm not taking what you left here with me because ultimately after you leave someone and you end things with them you know it's one of those things where they leave a part of them with you. Uh-uh. I'm sending this part of you back to you, you know, and that's what comes with closure. You know, you have to have closure with everything and everybody that you deal with. You have to have closure because other than that, you're leaving with part of that person. And I'm sorry. I don't want to leave with any of y'all. Here you go. I'm sending it back with you. I'm taking back what I gave you. I'm taking back all of the things that I invested into you. I'm taking it back and I'm giving you back you. I'm putting your you back together and I'm taking and I'm putting me back together. And you have to understand you can't walk into that with that emotional baggage from your last relationship. Everybody is not the same. Now, people may have the same characteristics, the same traits, things of that nature. But it's ultimately what you put out into the universe. It's ultimately what you put out that you want. It's ultimately what you accept. Now, I don't want to hear, oh, you have to sometimes lower your standard. No, you the hell you don't. Lowering your standards, like I said in a previous podcast, that one standard that you lowered is going to fuck up everything for you. It's going to mess up everything for you because you lowered your frequency because that one standard is going to have a trickle effect. And now every other thing is going to be out of whack. Well, because you lowered that standard, now everything is total opposite of what you were trying to do and gain. You have to stick and be firm to what you want and what you need in your life. It doesn't matter if they call you selfish. It doesn't matter if they say, oh, you'll never meet anybody. That's not up to them. That ultimately is up to you being true to you. And that's when God sends you who is for you, you know. So what we're going to do is take a quick intermission and then I'll tell you how to mentally prepare yourself. Welcome back to Live, Talk, and Slow Jams. And with that song, um, as you know, Nivea, she's coming back out. Yay. Um, Complicated because... She asks us a question in the song. How you go to sleep mad one day, then next wake up so happy. Love works like magic. Okay? So, see. That's what I mean. And this is going to go into this topic right here about how to mentally prepare. So, you have to understand, you know, that song went through the emotional phase of you go to sleep and you're angry. But then you wake up and you're so happy because, honestly, that feeling was just a feeling. You base your love and hate towards someone by the way that they make you feel. So, at that present moment, they're making you happy. They're making you feel you know, whatever the feeling is, that thrilling feeling, and 
past when you're like, oh, I love this person. I love it. I love it. Blah, 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 blah. But you're not realizing that everything is not going to be like that. Every feeling is not like that. That's why people that do drugs, they keep doing drugs because they're chasing that high. They're chasing that feeling. You get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, stop chasing these feelings. Let the feelings flow naturally because each feeling is different. No feeling is the same feeling. You know, somebody might piss you off and you're like, oh, I hate this person. But honestly, that's just a moment of of dislike that you have for that person at that moment in time from what that person did so to be honest with you I honestly feel as though we need to understand that once again these emotions have to be checked you cannot go in here carrying a lot of emotional baggage and not know how to check it so you have to learn how to check your baggage at the door and leave that there so mentally you have to understand that and fellas this one is for you and then i'm gonna jump into the females when you go to date a woman she's not your mother she's not your mom she don't gotta do nothing that your mom did because your mom birthed you that was your mom's responsibility baby we didn't birth you you're not our responsibility we don't have to take care of you because it's this new day a new day and age thing where these men think these women are supposed to take care of them i'm sorry baby i'm willing to help you but take care of a grown man no i'm not and that's one that ain't even your mom's responsibility once you reach a certain age your mom's supposed to love and to nurture you yes i can give you love and i can nurture you but am i going to fully take care of a grown man no i'm still call me old school but i'm still in that zone where the man takes care of the home you're the provider like and understandable I don't need a man for his money but you need to be a provider you need to be a leader how do you want how do you want to go into a relationship with another being and you don't even know how to lead a man is supposed to be a leader right or wrong so if you don't know how to lead where the hell are you going to lead me to? Like, where where am I following you to? I'm not going to follow you to the slums. So what, if you can't elevate me, you have to lead me to elevation. You have to show me how to elevate myself, elevate my mind, elevate these things. And lately, these men have been way more emotional than the females. And I don't know if it's because of the food that they're eating or what the case is, but you're acting so emotionally tied to everything that's going on that you're losing your way and now you're giving us the power to take charge but then you don't even are able to understand that and accept that we are not the pregnant walking around the kitchen barefoot woman anymore we are workers we're entrepreneurs we are we are leaders within ourselves so we need someone that is strong that can take control in a good way and hope and hope us see the greater picture you know we hope elevate you so we need that return back to us you know so once again we are not your mom at all we, we're not going to be playing this girlfriend role cooking cleaning and fucking you when you say because you think that you're because of you're a boyfriend no that's not how it happens that's not you know and ladies now to you these men are not your daddies with these daddy issues that y'all are having, these men are not your fathers. These men don't owe you nothing because you resent your father for not being in your life or you resent your father for doing something to your mom. Like, these men are not your dad. So you can't take that daddy issue shit out on these men. You have to learn 
okay, my father was such and such age when he had, you know, they went through what they went through. And obviously, if both parties moved on, or even if they are still together, but this is, this was their past. This was their, what they had to go through. This was their story, their, their testimony. This has nothing to do with you. Yes, it ultimately affected you, but it has nothing to do with your life and your future as of right now. You know, we shape our own futures. You know, we, everybody done been through something, you know, and I hate when people be like, oh, well, this person been through. No, we all have, you know, and how we deal with things are totally different. So at the end of the day, you know, there are no victims. So we have to stop and mentally say, okay, I'm going into this with a clear mind, a clear slate to know that nobody is perfect. We all have a past and we're not going to start from our past. I'm not going to reveal everything to you in my lifeline. I don't want you to reveal everything because, you know, when you go into a relationship with somebody and you start talking, oh, I did this and me and my ex or me and this person, and you start planting seeds. Whether you know it or not, you start planting seeds. So with that being said, don't go into it with, oh, let's discuss how many girlfriends have you had, how many guys have you had. Like, don't do that. You know, ultimately, just say, hey, we both have a past. I don't wish to discuss mine. I'm only moving forward in my present and my future. And I would, you know, like you to respect that. Also, when it comes to mentally preparing yourself, you have to prepare yourself to say, hey, I, how do I put this? You have to mentally prepare yourself to be open-minded about things. You have to be willing to share your space. You have to be willing to say, hey, I'm opening my heart to share with you you know, I'm opening up my my whole being to share with you and let you in, you know, but you have to understand that person is not perfect. That person is going to piss you off. That person is. And, and we got to start realizing, like, no one is worth it and no one is time to throw in the towel because, you know, if you honestly feel like it's worth it, I see myself with this person in the long run, things of that nature, you really have to, if y'all mad at each other, go in the fucking living room, you go in another room, whatever. But that's storming out and I'm not talking to you for days because, see, messing with a person like me, you don't talk to me for days. I I move on. I'm sorry. I'm not even to say I move on and talk to another guy. I just move on, period. I just be like, oh, okay. Because if, if it's that easy for you not to speak to me for days, if you and your heart of hearts can go 24 hours without speaking to me, you're not for me at all and I know people are probably gonna listen to this and say but what if he's busy or what if she's busy I'm sorry people make time for what they want to talk to and I understand people get busy so my thing is shoot me a text hey I'm thinking about you hey I'm busy whatever you know what I mean so at the end of the day you got time to be on social media you got time to check your emails you got time to answer the phone for your mother you got time to like honestly and I to put myself in the same boat as somebody's parent but at the end of the day like no people make time for what they want to make time for so if you can ultimately go 24 hours without speaking to me that's a problem that's a real life problem so yeah I will move on I'll be like mm, yeah okay cool and not to say that I won't be a friend I'll, I'll be a friend every day but we also have to go into 
trying to deal with other people as building friendships first. You have to build a friendship. You can't just jump into a relationship because you're bored and you're lonely and say, oh, my God, I want to really be with this person. No, no, no. Do you really want to be with this person or are you just with this person because you're lonely? And we're going to find out some answers and y'all going to hear some stories in just a brief intermission. Welcome back to Live Talk and Slow Jams. So I'm going to break it down for y'all with the mental and emotional factors that come in. And, you know, like I said, I love y'all feedback for everything. So I'm going to do it from a female's perspective first. So females will get this thing where, and I have not been this female, thank you, Jesus, but I know a lot of them. Females, I have this way of being like, oh my God, I just want love. I want a baby. I want this. And it's just like, okay, slow your roll, baby. So that's why all these young kids are having babies and have had babies. That's why grandparents are 30 years old because, you know, their child was looking for love. So this child jumped into a relationship because she was trying to fill a void. And she thought that, oh, having sex was going to make you grow. Right. So you chose a guy. Oh, he's cute. He's attractive. Oh, I want him to be my boyfriend. Because honestly, can y'all say that as a child, you went and you really thought about what a person had to offer? No, you just was like, oh, that person's cute. Oh, yeah. I want to be his girlfriend. Like, what the hell did you even know about having a girlfriend or boyfriend at that age? You know, so this is what happens. And then you get to high school and you start wanting to be intimate because you think that you've grown and you trying to be all fast and you trying to lock that guy down. That's where it starts. You try to lock that guy down. See, now if you were smart about it, you would know that you get more when you don't, when you don't give out the cookie. So with that being said, you know, it followed you into adulthood now. Now you meet a guy and you're not worried about what type of substance he brings. You don't worry about his anything about him because you know, you're not you're just looking, oh he's cute, I want him. Uh maybe that could be my baby daddy. I didn't know this girl who honestly said, I want a baby to look like Drake. She said, I want a baby to look like Drake. Me and my mind, like, girl, you are not prepared to have no goddamn body's baby. Relax. So whatever, she met a guy that she thought was cute and said, okay, if I have a baby with him, my baby might look like Drake. Y'all following me? I totally didn't agree with any of this that was going on. But it wasn't up to me. Ultimately, we make our own life decisions. She started sleeping with him, not caring that he was already married and he already had a family and he already had children and things of like that. It didn't matter. She wanted a baby that looked like Drake. So she didn't care that he was already emotionally invested into someone else. And he ultimately, you know, that what they both were doing were wrong. He, she didn't mind because she wanted that baby. Because she wanted something to call her own. She wanted something to love. She wanted something to latch on to. In case for any odd reason that any of these guys didn't work out or any of the females that she dealt with didn't work out, you know, she will always have this baby that will love her. She ends up and she gets pregnant by him and he wants nothing to do with the baby. And she's okay with that. She's perfectly okay with that because she did not want him in the beginning. Can y'all please tell me what's wrong 
it's a lot of things that's wrong, but what's the main thing that was wrong with this scenario that I said? And I'll, and I'll give you a second and think on it and ponder it. The first thing that was wrong with that was she was looking for love, okay? That, that's the thing right there. She was looking for love. And I know you're probably like, well, why is that the first one? And the first one is not that she was messing with a marionette. Well, because the thing about it was she was so desperate and looking for something that she felt that she didn't have or she didn't possess. And that's why that's the biggest problem. And that's what the biggest problem is in these relationships. When you try to go through something, you try to be emotionally invested in someone else when you ain't even emotionally stable for your goddamn self. So she was looking for love she was looking for something that she felt like she didn't experience she was looking for something that will always be her she wasn't looking for the man she was looking for the baby that's why the second thing is not only did she not choose a single man not only did she not choose a you know, a man with more standards and morals and respect for women was because once again, she was looking for love. So the second thing was she decided she wanted to sleep with a married man, not even giving that woman the respect, you know, and as women, you have to respect other women. You can't go into these situations knowing these men are dealing with other people and think that your feelings are more valid than theirs. It does not work like that. Once again, check your emotions, check your morals, check your standards, because you cannot go into situations like this, you know, because now, once again, now you have a broken man, a broken boy that's going to turn into a broken man, unless he's taught otherwise so you see the the effects that your decisions play on these other or other people okay so that was one way that why you need to be emotionally stable because if she was emotionally stable and she had her emotions in check when she was fantasizing about having this baby that looked like Drake she would have said you know yes I want a kid yes I'm ready for that next step in my life but I want it with a God-fearing man I want it with my partner I want it with someone who's going to love me unconditionally and love our child and raise this family, you know, because she was already emotionally invested. And she said, oh, I want this, but I'm willing to wait until it's my turn and not rush the process. So continuously back to this story. A year later, she meets a guy who she she knew back in high school and she ends up marrying him. You know, she she's now married to this young man and you see, and they had a beautiful baby together. So you see, God had it already in the works for her to have a beautiful, beautiful child with a man who was going to love her unconditionally and take care of her and be a provider, you know, but because she rushed the situation, now she has one kid. Once again, this now this affects the child has one kid outside of marriage where, you know, it, it, would he ultimately growing up feel some type of way? You know, so you got to think about things like this, but ultimately it all went back to being emotionally unstable, just looking for a companion, not even caring what it was about. So now I'll go on to number two. 
segment two out of this, you know. So I met a female who always had morals, respect. She didn't sleep around. She wasn't yearning for love. She wasn't looking for a come up. She wasn't looking for any of that. She wasn't doing any of that. And she met a guy and fell in love with the guy, but she did it in the right way. She was emotionally stable. She was happy with who she was becoming. You know, she found a friend in this guy who emotionally invested in her as well as into her dreams and things of that nature, but who also he was, you know, he was who he is and he has a good relationship with his family and things of that nature. So at the end of the day, now they're building a union and they did it the right way because they both knew what they wanted. They both were emotionally invested. They both, you know, had their emotions in check they both were happy with who they were but the biggest and main key of the fact was they didn't rush it they waited they patiently waited and said hey you know I want to take the appropriate steps and this is how I'm going to do it and I know that when my time is here my time is there and then they found each other you get what I'm saying so it's so many different ways to go about it and honestly I'm not going to even speak anymore on this topic. I am going to invite a very special person to come actually help me with this topic because I want other perspectives. Like I can give you my perspective on it, but I want y'all to get a perspective from someone else, you know, that ultimately has been through relationships as well and can tell you what they think. Because honestly, what I think is before jumping into a relationship mentally, emotionally or anything you have to be whole in yourself you have to know and dump the pollution out of your cup and fill your cup back up with clean water because if you have that pollution floating around you're just polluting someone else and they're just dumping right back into you as you guys should be dumping into each other but when as y'all dumping into each other you're just dumping the pollution back and you can't do that that is not how you do it that's not how it works so one thing that I do want to say is Take your time. Know what you want. Stand by it. Don't lower your standards for anyone. And don't just rush into something because you think you're lonely. Because you know what the loneliest thing is? The loneliest thing is not being by yourself. The loneliest thing is having someone there that you thought was going to make you happy and you thought that was going to be able to take this lonely feeling away from you and you feel even lonelier with someone else laying in your bed. Now that's the loneliest, saddest thing that could ever happen to a human being. So would you rather be lonely by yourself or would you rather be lonely with someone beside you? I'd rather be lonely by my goddamn self because being lonely and being by yourself are two different things. Now, when you're feeling like, oh, damn, I'm lonely, why don't you pick up a new hobby? Why don't you go off and venture, take a trip with your friends, do certain things? Don't just say, oh, I'm going to get in a relationship because I'm bored, because that's why your relationships fail. Those are the major reasons why relationships fail. And like I said, I'm not going to even elaborate anymore on the topic because I want to bring on a special guest that, you know, I rather, I want to have a debate with her about this topic. So honestly, stay tuned. Um, Find me on social media, write me, give me some feedback of how you felt about this 
and let me know what what your thoughts are because um like I said I'm not elaborating anymore because I actually want to debate this topic with somebody and I'm more so debate but I want y'all to hear a point of view that I you know a special type of view so uh right T I will see y'all on the flip side stay tuned for one of my favorite songs coming up next